first episode of America Through Our Eyes with your host, Annie Lee. And today I have a special person with me, my history teacher, Ms. Benno. Say hi. Thank you. Hi, Annie. Thank you for that wonderful intro. So happy to be with you. Yes. So today we're going to talk about culture and how different people's experience of, of culture could influence their thinking. So I think, you know, when you approached me and um, asked me to do this interview with you, I was so excited. And it really got me thinking, though, mm -hmm. about what I think about culture. I've never really thought about it before. It's always, like, kind of been there in my background, you know? Yeah. Like, I know I'm American, and I've lived here my whole life, but, like, what does culture really mean? So over the weekend, um, I thought about that question, and for me, I, I think of my culture in two ways. I think of it on the one hand as a mi like the big capital American culture. And then I also think of it as like, like s I guess you could call it like the smaller A American culture, mm -hmm. like my personal culture, yeah. my family culture. Mm -hmm. So I think I have like two cultures that I could call my own. Yeah. On the one hand, I am an American. Mm -hmm. I was born in the United States. Um, my family history on my father's side goes back to the 1640s that we've been here. Mm -hmm. um, and then, well, they, during the American Revolutionary War, they were loyalists and went to Canada. Um, and then came back much later in the 1800s. <laughs> um, and, then, and then also, like, on my mom's side of the family, it's really interesting because my mother's mother was orphaned as an infant and we believe that her parents were killed in the Spanish influenza epidemic that hit the United States mm -hmm. and she was orphaned so we have searched for years on trying to figure out my mother's mother's history and there it, there's nothing so my um, so I kind of kind of blend those two things together, the capital A American culture and the smaller A, if you will, American culture, my family culture. And I think about like, you know, what does it mean to be an American? And the first thing that pops in my mind is, you know, love of freedom. And I started thinking about, well, what does freedom mean? You know, does, does, does freedom mean that you have the right to go to school, public school, that mm -hmm. you have the right to do any job that you want to pursue after you leave school or whatever. I feel like you have the rights, but some people don't have the privilege. Exactly. They have the right, but some people, I feel like they don't have, let's say, money or, yeah, money. <laughs> they don't have the money or time mm -hmm. to do a certain thing. Absolutely. And that might be freedom. But exactly. And I think, I think when, when you ask me about culture, the only thing that I can really speak to with an authentic voice is, is the white American culture, because that's all I know, unfortunately. And there are multiple cultures in our country. We yes. have the African-American culture, yes. we have the Hispanic culture, we have the Asian culture, and all of those things, and many more, and all of those things together combine to create what we call American culture. 
And I think because of the, the size of our nation um, and where we happen to be born, where we're born, I think, kind of influences one culture over another. For example, if you grew up, if you were born and grew up in Louisiana, mm -hmm. your cultural experience would be far more, far different than mine would be. Yeah. Um, I was born in the South, but my formative years were in Colorado, and I had no African American um, playmates or neighbors. They were all white, mm -hmm. a few Hispanic. That's it. And but like, if you were born in Louisiana the likelihood that you would have, you know, French-infused cultures, Afro-infused cultures would be much greater. Mm -hmm. And so it's really hard to say, like, what is the American culture? I think we can kind of peg it to say, well, Americans love, you know, apple pie and hamburgers and grills and football, American football. Mm -hmm. And that would be like a stereotype. The, yeah, that would. Because not everyone, what's, America is more of an immigration country. Mm -hmm. When the Europeans came, I feel like they kind of took over this place and be like, I'm going to put my culture onto this piece of land and kind of spread. And then more people came and then it became more of a diverse place. Mm -hmm. And that could be America, just this very diverse <coughs> place. Like in New York, I went to New York like yesterday. And there was like different people from all over the world. It's kind of fascinating to see that there's so many different cultures yeah. spread out all through America. Right, right. And really cool. America, New York is a great city to visit mm -hmm. because you walk down any given street and there's all of these different ethnic restaurants, for example. Yeah. And I mean, you can't go to New York without getting a bagel, you know, which is kind of like a stereotype but it's oh New York bagels are famous they're sure. some of the best in the world but that's culture you yeah. know that's that's a mm -hmm. cultural thing it comes from you know the the Jewish culture yeah. you know um so you know how do we define culture I think you know like you and I have both been saying is it's kind of hard to peg down in this country because there are so many diverse backgrounds that make up what it means to be an American and I think that that's our strength, you know, as a, as a nation, we have so much diversity. I welcome diver I love diversity, um, but I, I feel that, that sometimes um, people kind of get stuck in what their ideal of what it means to be an American is, and um, they become resistant to experiencing or accepting other cultures. You know, I think that there's, mm -hmm an element of that in our in our country today too that's kind of the way i wanted to do this because i just thought like you know some people might not be as accepting as to other cultures because you know people when people are different they tend to just hate on it and discriminate it and doing this podcast i would want people to listen to this and be like every can be as diverse as they would like and I should learn to accept that because everyone's different and they're all amazing in their own way mm -hmm. so that's the message I kind of want to spread with this podcast 
That's right. I totally agree with that. Um, I think that we become comfortable with what we know, mm -hmm. and we become uncomfortable with what we're not familiar with or don't know. And sometimes when we feel that way, we think, oh, because we don't feel comfortable, then that must be wrong or that must be bad. And it's, it's not, and it takes an open mind and a willingness to make yourself uncomfortable, mm -hmm. to experience the richness that culture has to offer. And in our country, we are, I think we are so blessed because each and every one of us in this country has a chance, has an opportunity mm -hmm. to experience that. And I, and I think that's what makes the United States um, almost unique. Because I think of other countries around the globe and they tend to have a very homogeneous society mm -hmm. and, and um, anything beyond that to, to, to them could be construed as evil or bad. And, and that just all goes to like, again, opening up your mind, opening your heart, experiencing new things, being willing to do that, you know. And that's part of self-education too, mm -hmm. you know, and growth, you know, personal growth. Yeah. Because I, I think, you know, ultimately we all share this planet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we are all one race. Yeah, we're all Called humans. the human race. <laughs> and, and, and that's the common denominator. I knew you were born here, but what was like the thing that you experienced the most in America? Like, was it like the food? Was it like sports? Or what right. kind of things did you experience? Yeah. So, so growing up, my family um, always celebrated. You know, celebration mm -hmm. is a big part of my family. Birthdays, holidays, mm -hmm. Thanksgiving Day, Christmas. Um, those things are always have always been really important. Anniversaries, you know, those sort. Of, we're yeah. always looking for a cause to celebrate, and I and I think in part <laughs> it comes from my mom's side of the family. They're Irish, yeah. so they love to celebrate. Um, so, so I remember those things. Family is very very important mm -hmm. in my personal culture, yeah. and um, like I said, I grew up in Colorado, and all of my family live back east in Massachusetts, in New York. So every summer, we would get in the family Volvo station wagon, and we would drive from Colorado to Massachusetts. And then we would be there for two weeks, and then we would drive back. And I hated it, because I, I was one of three children, and the three of us were, you know, book, you know, bookshelved against each other in the back seat. And one year, the AC broke in our car. And again, this is the summer that we're traveling. And we were all miserable. <laughs> um, but that was one thing, is uh, visiting grandparents, you know, visiting the grandparents and seeing the aunts and uncles who live back east. We made that trip every single year. Um, Thanksgiving has been a very important holiday in my family mm -hmm. and where we get together to celebrate family, being together, and, and truly giving thanks 
for the wonderful thing, for the blessings that we have. Um, I was raised in a, a Christian family. I was raised Catholic, but um, I've since um, been downgraded to the JV status. I'm Episcopalian now. And um, so my, my personal belief in God is important to me and it's important in my family. Um, most of my family are still, you know, Catholic, but some, some of us have strayed and we've become, you know, some sort of Protestant religion, but regardless, we're all accepting. Mm -hmm. And, um, it, you know, but, but again, that kind of forms our idea too, our cultural ideal, because I, I truly believe in, uh, you know, some of the tenets of the Christian faith, which is, you know, be kind, be loving, love your neighbor, you know, and I believe in that, and I always want to try to do kind. So that's kind of shaped who I am and who we are as a family, too. And so weddings, baptisms, those all happen in the church, you know, and those are very important things. We try to make as many of those as we can, too. Right. Um, <clears throat> let's see, foods. My mother was an excellent, is an excellent cook. And so we always had wonderful meals that my mother would prepare. And Sunday dinner was always the formal dinner in my mm -hmm. family. So we would go up, we would get up early, we went to mass every Sunday morning. We never skipped mass unless there was a massive snowstorm or somebody was really ill, but we went to you know, mass every Sunday. And then we would come home and Sunday was kind of like our day of rest. Mm -hmm. And we could read, we could play games, we could just relax, take naps, do whatever, you know, fun things, relaxing things. But, but like around, you know, 3.30 in the afternoon, my mom would start to prepare the Sunday dinner. And, and we had to be washed <laughs> and clean and take off our play clothes. And we would sit down and we, we would have like the formal Sunday dinner. And that's what we always did. Um, you know, things like, I guess the more traditional foods like uh, beef, chicken, Veggies, lots of veggies. My mother would prepare lots of veggies, but my dad, he was a meat and potatoes kind of guy. He loved his steak and potato. Um, and then as we grew up and got older, my dad started gaining weight. My mom started changing the diet a little bit. But um, sports was very, very important in my family. My dad was an athlete. He was a high school athlete. He was a collegiate athlete. He played football in college. And so, um, there was always like the Sunday football game on, you know, and my dad would watch, you know, I, I never was into football. Nobody else in my family was into football. But, uh, but, but we were always encouraged to play sports in school and my parents were very supportive and they would always come out and watch whatever things we were doing. Um, education was very important um, in my family growing up. My father was a college professor. Um, and, and I just really, growing up, I never really appreciated it because I like always assumed mm -hmm. that, you know, everybody went to college. Like it was just a given. Even growing up, even like the, the, the trash collector had a college degree. You know, that I, I believed that because just education was so ingrained. It was like there wasn't possible that you could do anything without a college degree. And it wasn't until I was in eighth grade that I realized, to my shock, not everybody went to college, you know? So, so I guess the point my st in that story is like, you know, just part of my culture, my personal culture is, you know, education was always so important. Talking about celebrations, yeah. my, me and my family, we used to 
to, because I used to live in New York, and we would have all our, like, the closest relatives, like, my uncle's family, and just us, and we would have, like, this big New Year's celebration. It was the few things that we do that's kind of, like, American that we do, because the the area we live in is mostly just Chinese people. Okay. So, we would just celebrate, kind of, like, we would have this big, like, pot dinner with everyone and they would like play like games and stuff and it would be really fun and then it would last until like midnight mm-hmm. and then after midnight and then we would count down and it was just really fun and we get to just enjoy like our family because not a lot of people that because we're from China and not a lot of people came to America so it's just the closest yeah, so so when did you come to the United States? So when I was about seven or eight, I'd okay. say almost eight, I came. I was, I immigrated here, my, my dad first came here, and then when he, um, he, I don't know how he did it, but <laughs> he managed to get us. He showed here. up. Yes. <laughs> he showed up and brought you along. Yeah, because he, he always, like, traveled all side to just find a good job because we were kind of poor mm. we were poor in China and my dad was going to look for jobs all over the world and when my uncle decided to go to America because they heard oh America is like this great immigration country and they have like so much opportunities in New York and so my uncle went and then my dad decided to go and then I haven't And then we came, and then I was like, whoa, this, this place is so different. <laughs> I, I wish that I could see my country through your eyes. Mm-hmm. I would really love to see my country from a different perspective. Yeah. And I would love to hear more yeah. about that from you. So when I came here, it was nighttime. You were a little kid. You were what? Seven, did you say? Like seven, eight. Seven, eight. And then I was just like, it's cold. (laughs) (laughs) I was wearing this big coat, and then we just got in the car, and then we just drove home. And then we lived in this like tiny apartment in New York. Like houses were expensive. Right. New York's crazy. And it's like my first experience was just like sudden New York. (laughs) I feel like that was really like sort of harsh. Like, I wasn't experienced to, like, the countryside of America, Mm -hmm. more of just, like, city. Now, when you lived in China, Mm -hmm. were you in a a city or were you in the Uh, countryside? I was in, we always, like, we're city folks. Okay. And we always had lived in the city. Okay. But I I don't, it's sad that I don't remember much my own country, because I haven't been back since I was seven. And I'm 13. (laughs) It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. I was going to go this year, but, you know, with the coronavirus and stuff. Right, right, want to keep keep travel yeah. down. Is it time to go? Oh, okay. We could do it. Can we finish some other time? Yes, of course. We Maybe could make another appointment. like chomp or something? Hey. 
Hey guys, Future Annie here. I just want to say, you know, thank you for listening to this podcast. In the first episode, we really had a deep discussion about, you know, Miss Benham's culture. She is my seventh grade history teacher, and I thought it would be really fun to get her, you know, view on, you know, America and her culture and how it influenced her. So, um, I just want to say that this podcast will be unedited, unfiltered. There will be no <laughs> editing done because, first of all, I don't know how to edit. And second of all, I thought it would be a better experience if, you know, I didn't keep anything from you guys. So you guys could listen to the whole thing without any um, editing done. Well, I guess I'll see you guys next week. Next week's episode is going to be even more interesting than this week's episode. If you really like this episode, please feel free to share it with others and, you know, rate it. (laughs) Rate it and like it and make sure to follow for more. My Instagram is underscore rave noodles underscore and you can see you know a glimpse into my life and me I do a lot of art so you know feel free to go on and check that out and I will see you next week bye